Team Concepts, Episode 106, Alternative Health Tools Podcast. And I'm your host, John Beethan from the U.S., this side of the pond. Alternative Health Tools is where we together discover and share alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. In these times of global pandemic, learning about alternative health tools just might be more important than ever before. Conventional medicine obviously does not have all the answers to the mental and physical health issues and challenges posed by the coronavirus. With the recent addition of Kim Shea, who joins John Beethan and Lisa Victoria as a co-host, the Alternative Health Tools team expands its reach to wellness practitioners we haven't heard from for over the first 100-plus episodes. In this, the first meeting of the minds between Kim and Lisa, we learn about the work they're doing and what impact they hope to have on listeners. Uh, we haven't met yet yeah nice to meet I, you where are you in america are oh where am i i'm in carlsbad oh nice yeah yeah she's in carlsbad i'm in carlsbad and you're in the uk across the pond thank you so how how did you two meet then what's the, the back at the chamber at the, at the chamber. chamber yeah and that's how you met john right yeah yeah it was yeah. about a year and a half ago now wasn't it yeah, was it september no, it was um, June. June gloom. Oh, June gloom. Okay. Yeah. I'll never awesome. forget that. I, I didn't know it was a thing until I came to California. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. What brought you out here? So my cousin lives in Carlsbad. I haven't seen her for many years. And my friend was actually doing a book signing in Colorado and asked if I'd come with her from the UK. And I thought, oh, Colorado is quite close to uh, Carlsbad. It's not when you're there, but compared to the UK, it's it's quite close. So I added on um, a trip to see my cousin. And while I was at my cousin's, I thought, oh, I'm just curious to see if there's any networking meetings. And I was lying in bed. I think it was about 11 o'clock in the evening. And it said breakfast meeting tomorrow at, I think it's 7 a.m. And I thought, well, I can't call anyone now. So maybe I'll just get an Uber and rock up and... The rest is history. They let me in. <laughs> and John was the unfortunate one to be able to sit on, on the table that I was on. And yeah, it was. What do you mean, <laughs> unfortunate one? Are you kidding? I mean, my I'm story is one. I know you are kidding, but it's when I saw you, when we went around the table introducing our 17 second elevator speech, whatever you want to call it. And when she opened her mouth and started speaking, I kind of went, oh my God, I think there's an angel there. So sweet. Yeah, that's well, very really kind true. of you, John. Yeah, then we talked after that, right? Yeah, we met for coffee, didn't we? Yeah, so I'm going to do a screen share here briefly because I want to let you know that if you don't already know that Kim has her own podcast called Pivot and Thrive. How exciting! You want to talk? We've been doing that for Kim. Yeah, yeah. I've only been doing the podcast for. <laughs> Let's scroll back here. Um, since the beginning of September, the end of August. But about a year ago, I was doing video interviews 
And then I had to stop that with the pandemic. So I guess a little longer. But the nice thing about the podcast is you don't have to limit it to seven minutes. So when people would talk and talk and they had interesting things to say, I always had to cut out a lot to cut it down to seven minutes. Because people won't watch a long video of an interview, I found. But anyway. Kim, where did you come up with the artwork for your Yeah, your so I love that cover. It's beautiful. It is a uh, painting that my grandson did. Oh, my gosh. So, And I was thinking of artwork. I said, I, want, I can go paint something. I want to do something that kind of like is that you go this way, and then you just explode. Like you're going down this path in your life, and then you just turn and you explode. And I thought, wait a minute, that's hanging on my wall. So I went and took a picture of it, and that's what that is. No, it's beautiful gorgeous. and very meaningful as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So here we are. So Kim and I over probably two years ago when I was doing alkaline water and stuff, we met for coffee and uh, talked. And what happens with me is, depending on situation, is that I really, I had this feeling that we'd be working together, but it just never materialized in terms of the water and the health. And there was some aging wellness thing that you were putting together, Kim. Is that right? Yeah, my coaching program, my aging coaching but was, program. Wasn't there going to be an aging webinar, not webinar, but uh, forum or something, an expo? And, yes, and we are still talking about that at the chamber. So anyway, but it never materialized. And then Kim reached out to me for getting some help with her podcast. And so we did some work together. And the more I've gotten to know her, the more we're just on the same page and we're in the same tribe and all that. So basically she's got her own podcast. She's fabulous in terms of the interview and talking with people and conversation. And I just asked her if she'd like to take a spot as a co-host on alternative health tools. And here we are. Amazing. Yeah. Welcome. I really appreciate being a part of it, and I enjoy both of your interview styles, so I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. I have not listened to all 104, but... Come on. <laughs> I've got from midnight till six in the morning. I know. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what's your passion, Kim? What's your kind of, if you had to pick one thing, what would that be? One thing. I mean, my one thing, if not including my children, would be, uh, I guess trying to make a difference. I guess that's how I would sum it up because there's more than one thing where I want to do that, but to make a difference while I'm here. Amazing. How about you? I think for me, it's like inspiring people to think and feel differently about who they are. Nice. And then to be able to go out into the world and yeah, find their true voice and their true passion and not be held back and, you know, playing small, I guess. So yeah, really owning who they are and showing up in the world. That is wonderful. Yeah. I just want to remind people that I'm going to have to actually go into Libsyn and change some things here because our co-hosts, Lisa Thorpe, John Betha, Betha? No, my name's Bethan. And Lisa Victoria. So we're going to have to change that to comma, Lisa Victoria, comma, and Kim Shea. Discover and share new alternative health tools and resources from alternative healthcare practitioners and experts. Yes, please. So that's what we're up to, right? So what are your thoughts on this, Kim? I'm very excited. I really am very excited to be a part of it. And it's a bit of a challenge to come in at this point in your history, because I've looked back and seen all the things that you've covered. And I have things that I could cover too. And I don't want to duplicate what you've already done. Although I realize you've been doing this for a few years. So it's possible you'd have a listener today who 
would hear something that they didn't catch on the episode three years ago. Right. Yeah. But still, it's it's a different approach to come in at this point, as opposed to my own podcast, where it's all new. But it's good to see the breadth of stuff that you've covered. And there's always more. There's always more. I know that. Was there a particular episode that may have jumped out at you a little bit? I really enjoyed the 100th episode that you did where you were all talking and mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of nice connection there and, and nice camaraderie. So it feels neat to be a part of that, to be a part of that kind of a setup and feel like it'll be a, more than just delivering information, but developing friendships, which is really nice too. Yeah. It's all about relationship. Yeah, I just finished the Ayurvedic episode and I enjoyed the, episode, I guess it was the 100th episode, but it had all the different snippets of different podcasts. Yeah. So the episode that Kim and I were on is episode 104 titled Kim Shea coaching for life's third period. I did listen to that one. It was excellent. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was excellent. It was very good. I enjoyed so it. So how do you describe what, what's a-, a third period of life? Uh-huh. Well, for some people, the first period of life would be just growing up. And I'm not sure I have the same definitions as everybody else, but growing up and doing what you have to do because it's what you're doing. You're putting food on the table. And then the second period of life is when you can start to become more of an expert in what it is that you do and you're enjoying yourself and you're moving towards retirement. And then retirement would be the third phase where you start defining who you are, maybe doing the purpose that you always wanted to do, but never could take the time to do or afford to do. Yeah. Exploring more about who you are. Yeah. When I saw the third period, I thought, uh, I thought of basketball is what I thought about. The third period overtime in basketball. Excuse my interest. Yeah. Yeah. I guess basketball isn't something that I know a lot about. I've seen it on the telly, but I wouldn't know who's winning or what's going on really. There's just a bunch of guys with a lot of testosterone running around with a ball, sticking it in a hoop. That's kind of what it is. It's like uh, football, I guess, or any other sport. Yeah. So, Lisa, what's been going on with you? Haven't talked in a while, actually. Blimey, I don't know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) It's Yeah, it's it's been really interesting adapting to this kind of new way of living and lots of meetings online and getting to know people virtually. I'm working with people virtually, so kind of changing business to an online arena and just been supporting people with their health and well-being, really. That's what I've been up to the last few weeks. I've been running some trials for sleep, for mindset, for pain and for digestion. So that's been taking up quite a lot of my time at the minute. And I'm conscious, John, that I said I was going to support you, and we haven't got around to doing that yet. Oh, that's we fine. We'll get there. Offline, and we will. I'll make sure yeah. that we do that. So, yeah, it's just it's been really nice supporting people and seeing the change. It's wonderful when you receive a message, isn't it? Say, I actually slept last night for the first time in a long time, or my pain subsided, and it's just wonderful to be able to help people. I think, particularly at this time, mm-hmm. with a lot going on throughout the world, it's nice to lift someone's spirits, if you like. Mm-hmm. Because this is not my podcast, it is our podcast. What do each of you, or let me put it to you this way, what have you seen or what would you like to see happen for alternative health tools in 2021? That's an excellent question. So it's a little bit about dreams and also just really connecting and seeing what people, you know, how we can best support them. I think that it would be nice given some tremendous changes that I think we're all anticipating in the United States anyway, for sure the world, but then eventually 
the United States around the election and whatever happens after that, I think that we could be supportive to people and, and probably focus on a lot of mental health issues and physical health that relates to stress. I think we'd be doing a great service to people in the coming months. I second that. And I think in, in terms of kind of the word that's coming to me is to empower people to be able to take back control of their health because I've experienced a lot of people with that anxiety, thinking that they're at the mercy of, if I get ill, then I have to fix the issue. Whereas actually, what can we do to proactively educate people and support them and empower them to be able to think, do you know what, I've got options and I've got a toolbox to be able to go to, whether that's mental or physical health. And through all the, you know, wonderful things that we've talked about already, be that, you know, mindfulness or meditation or physical health, what can we do to support people on their journeys? Yep, I would agree. And uh, as you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I can. And at the top of my top three is um, Sam Harris's Making Sense. So I'm bringing it up because he just released an episode titled, it's number 219 titled The Power of Compassion. Mm-hmm. And it's with James R. Dottie. And it really starts out talking a lot about our inner speak our monkey mind, Mm -hmm. the negative things we talk to ourselves about. But the interview, or I should say the conversation, because it really is a conversation, really transforms pretty quickly into Mm -hmm. compassion for others and self-compassion. And I just, you know, I've had many people get a hold of me, say, I'm really sorry I didn't get back to you, da-da-da-da. And in the background, I hear the kids screaming. Oh, it's just, just give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. Everything has changed, and... You're now working at home and you have kids that are distracting and the kids are distracted and it's a completely different thing. And I think compassion right now is a really important attribute to develop if you don't have it and um, understand it more thoroughly if you do. I'd like to see those conversations evolve and, and come about in alternative health tools for 2021. And it's, it, we're all on that same page, I think. That's so wonderful. I love that word, compassion. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. So we can bring that in when we interview or talk with people, just that they can contribute to it. And, and so it seems like a lot of the things that you've discussed are timeless. Mm-hmm. If we start bringing in the conversation about the pandemic, I don't know how you feel about that, if that's appropriate to be a little bit more timely. Absolutely. Okay. And, and let me just say, Because when this whole thing started, and I understood that the United States administration, government, whatever, as soon as I understood their position, which was they were not going to develop a unified perspective and program, I knew immediately that, okay, great, I am going to plan on sheltering for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I've actually taken it. I'm I'm at two years now. Mm the end of 2021. People don't like to hear it, but the way it's going, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So continued support. Yeah. Cause they're going to need it. How is it where you are, Lisa? I know, I think the numbers have come back up again, right? Yeah. The numbers have come back up and it was interesting because I had a meeting this morning with my business partner. We run this thing called the Academy of Health supporting companies with, you know, mental and physical wellness And one of the things that's happening in the UK at the minute is at the end of October, 
one of our government support schemes is transitioning into a new phase. So at the end of the month of October, um, people are going to be expecting to return to work. So potentially they've been on a furlough scheme. So the furlough scheme is where the employer has been able to claim some money back from the government and pay their employees to be at home. So particularly there's going to be a lot of people as of the 1st of November having to transition back into the workplace, be that working from home or be that going back into the office. And that's huge. That's going to have a massive impact on people's mental health, physical well-being. And, you know, we were even talking about things like, have you even got your work clothes out of the cupboard for six months? You know, how does that even feel to be sat at home, potentially doing meetings virtually now rather than having to go into the office? Have you got the space at home? Have you considered that? What's the impact that has on your family then? And can I still do my job? Is my job still there? So there's a lot of mental and physical anxiety with people. So what we're doing is looking to support companies reintegrating people and transitioning them back into the workplace so they've got that wellness support because it is it's massive for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, I was wondering if it was less over where you are. And certainly my parents, they live in North Wales, a tiny little kind of place on top of a mountain, which is beautiful. It's totally idyllic. But even the Welsh Assembly government, which is different to England, um, they've put in restrictions locally, so by county. So even my parents can't travel into county. They're in a lockdown by county. So my dad's friends live in a different county to him, so he can't even go and see his friends. And but even that impact has it has an impact, doesn't it, on our mental health? You know, every Thursday he used to go and see his friends, socially distance, and they used to all play five-a-side together over the years, you know, for football. And he can't even access his friends right now. I can't go and see my parents. So it's very real here in the UK, and they're talking about the north of England as well, um, locking places down further. So the numbers are back on the rise, and it's about people being sensible and taking it seriously. And I guess it's the same over there, is it? Are you experiencing increase in numbers? In certain areas, you know, like the White House, that whole city right now is exploding with it. And then other places are. That one's the most in the news, that it, so I'm aware of that. But here, even in Carlsbad, we're still, we're not in the highest possible tier, but we're the one down from that. But I know they're, they were going to send the kids back to school, and now they've decided the bigger kids can't go back. Yeah, and so to answer the question, there are 32 states in the United States that recently have an uptick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that's one thing I would like, with your both your permission, is I would like to reframe social distancing, and could we please call it physical distancing? Yeah, you've been using that, and I like that. Yeah, and just drop the social part, because it is not our intention at all to socially distance, but physical distancing is important. And I think that was a big mistake the administration made here, or whoever coined the phrase social distancing. Not a good idea. And actually, I first heard it from Lon and Sandy Golnick at Relationship by Design. Two weeks into it, we were talking. They just said, we, we're going to call it physical distancing. We have no desire to be socially distanced. Yeah, I think that's an important clarification. Yeah. That's the worst thing we could do is be socially distant. Yeah, because the words, actually what's taught in relationship by design is relationship is largely built on language. Like the UK, the only reason we have a model in our mind about what the UK is, but it's only a word. It's all it is, it's a word. It's not really the UK. It is not Lisa, Victoria. 
her friends and her David or anybody, her parents or anybody else. So anyway, so just a thought. I like that. And it, it's how we it's how we think about things, isn't it? It impacts how we feel. So physical distancing rather than social distancing, it has a, sometimes a completely different meaning to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a different level of comfort. So for you that are out there and wondering, I just shared my screen with Lisa and Kim, and we actually have a new podcast page if you go to alternativehealthtools.com. And it's really great. There's a couple different reasons. And part of the reason I'm doing this, if I release this as a video, you'll see it. But there's a little blue icon on the bottom right of the page. And if you actually click on that icon, like I just did, you can actually record a voice mail. You can ask us a question. You can give us an opinion. You could let us know what you would like us to investigate and talk about in this next year. Yeah. So it becomes uh, really a very interactive way for people to uh, engage with us. And we would love to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And then also on the page, there's a place where you can see the reviews that people have left. And you could also rate the show yourself. So we encourage you to come by alternativehealthtools.com and uh, just let us know what you're thinking. I really like that, the fact that people can leave voice notes. I'm excited to uh, hear those. Well, Lisa, I think you should leave one. (laughs) No, you should. All of us, all three of us should actually or could click on that button and just leave a voicemail. And partially because so that you can experience what our community out there will experience. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'll leave one saying, I think Lisa and Kim were fantastic on this particular episode. I can do without John. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't think so. We need the balance. Yeah, I don't. And if we didn't have you, we wouldn't have a podcast. That's right. Thank you. I know. Lisa Thorpe was very much a part of it, too. I'm going to talk to her in the next week or so. Going forward, we've been trying like heck to release every two weeks, but with the pandemic, I think we all got a little sidetracked. But part of the reason it would be nice to actually get back to a weekly podcast. I don't know if that's going to be possible. Do you have anybody coming up, Lisa? I have three people coming. Um, you do? Nice. To be recorded. I do. What are the subjects? It's to be decided, but the one I spoke to you about briefly was the Scanar mm-hmm. treatment, and I'm going to experience that before we record. So tell us so a little I'm bit really- about what that is. I have no idea. (laughs) I'm going to experience it first and then I can tell you all about it. I've just heard some wonderful stories. I think I briefly told you about the animal that was in intensive care and wasn't going to make it. And this lady went in and treated the animal a couple of weeks and the vet said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because the animal's getting a lot better. And then actually went on to live for another two years and was in intensive care previously. So it's some form of healing. And I'm going to experience it. And Lord Louis is going to experience it as well. So you have to tell us who Lord Louis is. And Lord Louis, and for, for Kim and the listeners' benefits, Lord Louis is my wonderful cocker spaniel, so my, my fur baby, as I call him. Yeah. So we're going to do some Skeinar work on him too, which is very exciting. So I can't wait to experience that and then record a podcast. So it's Yeah, different. and what about the other two? So they're more kind of energy healing as well, but thinking about things a little bit differently. So yeah, I I need to sit down with those individuals and scope that out. But yeah, it's going to be different, I think. 
Yeah. Kim, what do you have coming up, you think? I just had a discussion with Leah Pronovost, who's a shaman, and that is coming out soon. It looks Mm -hmm. like edited and ready to go. And I'm also speaking with my friend Warren King. And Warren King is, first of all, I think we could get a lot of conversations with him because he is from Michigan. I think he's from Michigan, maybe Minnesota. Maybe they're the same. I don't know. That's, when you get into that part of the country, I don't know. But it's, it, and anyway, he's a, he knows about natural medicine and he knows about healing and he's also a psychic and he is now in Texas living on a ranch out there. This is part of a therapeutic thing that he's doing for himself. And he's recently suffered a big loss and he's going out there and he is taking care of animals there and connecting with the earth and with the animals and working very, very hard physically. And it's just a different perspective on the way he's been living his life before. And so that alone would be an interesting conversation Yeah, it sounds like animal medicine. For him, yeah. And farm, just hard labor. He's having to carry giant bags of chicken feed way out onto the farm, and he's really Mm -hmm. working very hard. So it's a completely Mm -hmm. different, like an immersion in a different lifestyle for him right now as Mm -hmm. part of therapy, yeah. Nice. Amazing. And talking about animals, can I just share a very quick story? So I've had a lady who has been trialing the oils that I'm using to support with mental and physical health. And she messaged me last night and said, my pig has got toothache and I don't want to give my pet pig Ava antibiotics. So can we use some oils to support with a natural healing process? So I said, I'm sure we can see if we can support with some natural um, oils to support with that. So I just thought that was wonderful that we're now looking to extend that out to animals. And I've reached out to someone who's a vet who uses oils with animals. And I just thought how wonderful we can hopefully help Ava. So I just thought it was quite a nice story to share. So I'll keep you posted. Please. Yeah, Kim and I can talk about it, but I have a connection here with somebody in Carlsbad area that's a vet and she uses natural approaches. Amazing. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. You do know who it is? Oh, I would love to know who that is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't remember who it is. I want to let you know what I have coming up. So I met Logan Reed through a Mary Kravitz call. You know, I spent seven weeks in a marketing program with her. And it turned into a conversation with her and her sister, Anna. So it's Logan and Anna. They have a business called Call Me Unstoppable. And their mission is to empower women to connect to their own unstoppable and unleash the power within. So Logan's got an MBA and a PCC, and she's professionally certified life coach who basically worked in corporate America for 15 years in HR. But... I had a Zoom conversation with them this last week, and I got to tell you, we had so much fun. Just the reek of positivity. So you guys can look forward to that. That's nice. That'll be interesting. And and also our mission for the coming year of helping to lift people up. Yeah, exactly. So anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? For me, I'm just excited. I'm excited to support more people. I think... More than ever, alternative health tools is needed for people around the world. And mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait to um, work with yourself, John and Kim, to to get more information out to more people. So yeah, it's very exciting times. All right, great. 
Well, just to remind people, come by alternativehealthtools.com. And of course, you can get this podcast anywhere you catch your podcasts. And John and Kim and Carlsbad, Lisa Victoria, across the pond. And thank you very much for being here. It's just great. I'm, by the way, Kim and I had to get up at 7, and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon for Lisa. And that is just the way it goes, huh? Yeah, I'm ready to wind down for the weekend, and you're just starting your day. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All I'm right. sure the weather's much nicer over there than it is here. Yes, it's been, although it's gotten cool. But next week, it's supposed to go back up to 85, I understand. It's tough, tough life. I'm so sorry. 